Hello, fellow fans. I'm Mark, and now with me is my co-host, the Kingly Brian. What up, Brian? Hey, everyone. On the last episode, Brian and I reviewed Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Brian, how many times have you seen it? Just twice. Super busy weekend at work, but just twice. I know. I've seen it twice, and I almost went again today. It was very hard not to, but unfortunately, life got in the way. (laughs) Well, I still love it. Hopefully, future best animated movie. Anyways, on this week's episode, Brian and I will be... Well, we're going to think of our top five each uh, animated movies that we would love for them to be turned into live action movies. Disney is not included in this list, but something that is included is a special guest host. Find out who that is and find out if your favorite animated movie made our list as United We Fan starts now. The truth is, I am Iron Man. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. What is going on? What are you doing? To infinity and beyond! This is the way. The flux capacitor! Is Star Wars the one with the little wizard boy? Chewie, we're home. Avengers! Assemble. Ah, chills. Literal chills. Hello, fellow fans. Thank you all for uniting with us as we talk about all things fandom. Please give us a rate or review wherever you listen so we can unite with more fans out there. Speaking of uniting with more fans out there, Brian, we teased them on the Spider-Verse episode about us being able to reach some more fans coming soon and a surprise. You want to go ahead and uh, open that surprise for them? Yeah, the the cat is kind of out of the bag, but we're officially letting the cat out of the bag a couple weeks before it's going to happen. So you have time to make the adjustments that you need to. Um Mark, we have been invited and graciously invited. We're very happy to have accepted an invite. We're going to join the Chip and Company Podcast Network. So we are going to go over there. We're going to be their entertainment news source and just their general place for all things fandom, like United We Fan is. So we're going to have their Saturday slot. So the Chip and Company Podcast Network, I'll share that uh, in the episode description, the link to their podcast pages so you can go and follow them. They're going to get our fresh releases. Don't worry if you're getting to these episodes later. Um, our legacy content is still going to live in this feed, but it's going to be released over there first. And then after it's been there for a couple of weeks, it'll go up on this feed that you're listening to this show on now. But we are super happy and excited to join the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Get us to just reach more fans and mark i'm excited we're gonna start that we got a target date of the first saturday in july where we will be reviewing indiana jones and the dial of destiny july 1st of 2023 i'm so excited to see that opening day i already have my tickets you're not excited for the move over to chip and co you're just excited to see indiana jones and then talk about it Okay, I think everyone who knows me and has listened to the show knows that Indiana Jones ranks pretty highly, and I think Chip and company understands that. I think it's fine. I think that's why they want us. That's true. But for all of you out there who are like, oh, no, are they selling out? Is the independent band selling out to the big music recording studio? No. Chip and company (laughs) loves what we do. They want us to stay uh, Brian and Mark on United We Fans. So fear not. We will still be the same nerds that you have been listening to for a while now. So, Brian, I'm excited, and congratulations. This has been a great ride, and it's only going to get bigger. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. So thank you to everybody who's 
gotten us to that point and we're we hope to see you over there but again this legacy feed will carry our shows it'll just be a few weeks behind yes and thank you listeners and fans and subscribers uh without you brian and i would just be um zooming each other talking about nerd stuff so <laughs> thank you for listening to us we appreciate it so but yeah um well back to the show in mark and brian's world news uh let's see chris hemsworth He's had plenty of time to look back on Thor Love and Thunder. And in fact, his kids and their friends have even let him know what they think of that movie. And he's come out and admitted they got carried away and got a little too silly. Brian, do you feel validated? Uh, <laughs> I still I still adore the little girl who wields the bunny as a sword. Um, was the movie silly? Sure. Like... I, it just doesn't have the same rewatch value. Like I can't even give you a fair assessment anymore because it's been quite a while since I've watched it. I want you to go back and watch it. I mean, I, I will eventually I've got to do a, a rewatch of phase four. So do it. well, do it. um, Hemsworth did say something I agree with that. Um, it's not superhero comic book movie for fatigue. He thinks it's just people are kind of seeing the same movies over and over the galaxy or the world is in peril. So that's kind of why I'm hoping Captain America and even um, Secret Invasion changes things up where it's, you know, okay, it's not the world in peril again. It, that's what I liked about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It was I, a different kind of Yeah, danger. I think Volume 3 and it definitely across the Spider-Verse shows it's not superhero fatigue. It's just fatigue of the same, the same relatively same old story. I yeah. argue. I will argue on behalf of the MCU that it's not all the same old story, but there's certain we things that became that way. Secret Invasion is this month, right? June on 20, Disney Plus, June twenty first. Okay, and the Marvels is November. November tenth. November. All right, and that's is that all we got for Marvel this year? Yes. Uh, no, Loki, October sixth. Ah, oh, Loki, 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 and right. and Echo. On November 23rd, dropping all six of their episodes on the same day. That's right. And you and I were kind of nervous about them doing that. So we'll see how that or why that might be. Yeah, we'll we'll have more time to talk about that one (laughs) as it gets closer. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned for that show. Well, we brought up Spider-Verse earlier. We did an episode. Thank you all. That episode is doing really well. Um, We appreciate you finding out what we thought of that movie. we will continue to review movies with our short non-spoiler followed by our long spoiler reviews. But Brian, I saw it two times, um, especially in Dolby. It was a beautiful experience and it, it only got, I, I definitely on the second viewing appreciated aspects even more. So it, it's one of those movies that gets better with every viewing. So I will definitely be seeing it. I'm not gonna lie. I see me, two more times i'll probably see it two more times that's probably where i'm at i'm gonna probably be around five i got to guardians three four times so i'll probably get to spider-verse i love amca list um yeah like there was not a mile it's not a spoiler but let's let's say near the end of the film jk simmons makes a presence just listen to what he's saying on the television because there's some cool easter eggs in there um, and the very beginning, Mark, did you see the call out of the word hammer space and the definition of hammer space? Yes. So uh, I, funny. Didn't see it, I didn't see it the first time. 
it it was one of the things I picked up the second time. So funny. Yeah, that movie when you can just take it all in and you know what's going to play out, you can catch so many more details. It's such an incredible film. I think the only thing I've missed both times is when the movie is first starting a little blurb pops up in the bottom right. I never see what it says. I don't know about the bottom right. I know that Miles's name tag shows up in the Marvel treatment, like the yeah. one he has in the first one. But I, that. yeah, I don't know. There's okay. just so many things in that film. I can't wait to go frame by frame and check it out. Brian, um, you've gone one week. Ted Lasso sober. How are you feeling since the uh, Ted Lasso experience ended? I shared a meme on social media last night that I made of of Dave Chappelle and y'all got any more of them Ted Lasso episodes. I needed it, man. Like I got to Tuesday night. I'd got Ted Lasso 12 weeks in a row and I missed it. I missed it dearly. Uh, I think that was one of the best finales because it's a show I dearly loved. Um, I, I, I genuinely, I don't think it's over. Um, at least most of it is not over, but the show of Ted Lasso his note saying change the name. It never was about me. I think that's a note on the television show and not just a note on Trent Krim's book. Well, Apple uh, has the internet buzzing right now with um, the picture of the three new coaches for AFC smells like potential. I, and well then, and then Nick Muhammad like did the mouth zip shut emoji on it. So, I mean, I think just during the writer's strike, they won't make an announcement, but I think the minute the writer's strike is over, I think I think they're working hard on the Richmond way or whatever the uh, season four becomes called. And I mean, the writer's strike has delayed Stranger Things, the final season, um, the newest Spider-Man live action movie. So I know the Directors Guild reached an agreement. I'm hoping the writer's strike reaches an agreement. But um, going back to Ted Lasso. Check out our episodes. We reviewed season one and then we did a two parter of Season two with special guest hosts on all three episodes with Mark. Speaking of Chip and Company, Mark from uh, Chip and Company. So check those out. And we're going to be doing season three. Fear not. And Mark will be back for that for Brian to get a Mark sandwich. Yeah, that's that's disturbing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. A a peek behind the curtain is I've got a trip coming up this weekend that I just couldn't get Ted Lasso done in time. We were supposed to do Ted Lasso tonight, but it's just going to be a week delayed. Um, we're going to try to get in Ted Lasso and a review of The Flash next week. So still more content on this feed before our official move over to Chip & Co. on July 1st. Yes. Um, the Flash, speaking of which, is getting good reviews. God, every time we say Flash, I just want to do Flash. Flash. Getting good reviews, but also, you know, it's got its hot topic buttons. But we'll review that. Um Coming out the week of this episode is Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which luckily is a sequel to the Bumblebee Transformers movie, which is my second favorite Transformers movie. So is it really? Is it a sequel to Bumblebee? Yes, it's a sequel to Bumblebee. Had no clue. That actually made me happier hearing that, but still, I don't think it's going to do that well. I'm waiting for a Transformers Fast and Furious crossover. It's in the mid-60s on Rotten Tomatoes, which actually surprised me. Whoa, man. It really got stinky after, like, when the Mark Wahlberg, um, when Marky Mark entered it. But I think I had, the, I think I only, was. which one was Dark of the Moon? Was that two? That was three. Okay, I don't know if, what was the second one? 
That was that was another Transformers. I legitimately yeah, that, that love one gave me a headache. I remember seeing it in theaters getting a headache. They all give me a headache. Even the ride. Oh. I like the ride, but it gives me a headache when you get sucked into that what is it? Devastator? Yeah. Yeah, I get a headache at that spot. It might just be the three D glasses. Yeah. 3D. <laughs> um let's see. Uh Captain America. I mentioned it earlier. It got a new title. And I am all for it. They of course released a picture of uh Sam Wilson, Anthony Mackie, Captain America with the Harrison Ford. Brian, let's not forget Harrison Ford and I have the same shoe size. Do you? <laughs> we do. Found that out at the uh, Chinese bet, theater. I bet you and a lot of other people. What size shoe do you wear? It's not important. It's size Harrison Ford. That's all you need to know. I want to know if I match. Oh, uh, 12? No, I don't match. Yeah, he's got big feet. Good for him. Look at him, big feet. But yes, I support the name change. It sounds a lot better and not like a uh, old WCW wrestling movie. Yeah, it's not as threatening. Yeah. Like New World Order is a lot more threatening. Uh, yeah, Brave New World. Um, it's just so good to see Harrison Ford on a chair that has a Marvel Studios logo. I'm excited. And everyone's freaking out that, you know, Cap's got a stealth suit. Steve Rogers has a stealth suit. It, it, it happens. As long as they don't mess up his, like, red, white, and blue suit, I'm fine. Actually, Brian, speaking of which, I just rewatched Shazam 2. It's on HBO. Um, and I still like it. No, no, I like it. I'm so glad they updated his suit for that movie. It looks a lot better than the first one. The first one looked like fake muscles and kind of like a theme park suit. This one looks good. This one looks good. Yeah, I think they had a bigger budget. Oh, yeah. I'm sad it didn't do that well, but, you know, hey. It's The Rock's fault. Oh, man. Yeah, we smell what The Rock's cooking, and it smells bad. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But anyways, uh, let's see. Coming out soon, Brian, you reminded me that um, Pixar Elemental is coming out this month when we were talking about June releases, and I, I forgot all about it. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Actually, I got a hot take. You know what? Eh, let's do it. And let's do it, Pixar. Uh, Pixar isn't that great anymore. Uh, I think they need to... They had an a extremely successful formula, just like um, Marvel had, just like Martin Scorsese had for a long time. And then just... It, it stopped working at some point. Man, people... The Martin Scorsese fans are going to come after me for that, but whatever. Um... But yeah, I mean, if we look at the last bunch of the Pixar Irish movies, is terrible. You're okay. Um, ooh, so we're not doing a Martin Scorsese episode. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. The last Pixar movies, Lightyear. Um, my biggest thing is the movie is supposed to be what Andy saw and made him want to be a space ranger. If I was a kid, that movie was too dark and too heavy. I wanted something like guardians fun level and i i think they just missed the point with light year turning red it's I been will long enough them. is it been long enough that i'm allowed to share the twist at light year like oh yeah go for it emperor zerg being a future version of buzz is the dumbest thing ever there's no yeah. possible way that andy would have loved that movie no no yeah when that happened i think i audibly said seriously not no. a fan i you know how much i was looking forward to that movie i know i know buddy 
Bummer. Turning Red, I will defend that movie. I think that should have been released in theaters. Um, I love the story. I love the animation. I love the music in it. So sadly, that went to Disney+. Plus. Um, before that, we had Luca. I don't quite get the love for that movie. I, I think it's a forgettable movie. Um, before that, we had the Best Animated winning Soul, which I think is a very good, deep movie. But... Snooze fest. Yeah, I I don't think it's ever going to be extremely popular. Um, Before that, we had Onward. Now, yes, it was COVID times, but Onward. Boring. I I feel like I still think that should have been Jack Black instead of Chris Pratt. And it felt like a DreamWorks Pixar movie. I think it was 19th on our Pixar rankings when I did it. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Onward was just boring. Before that, we had Toy Story 4, which I think is the least out of the four of them. Yes. And they're making sure. a Toy Story 5. For sure the worst of the four Toy Story films. Yeah, they're making a fifth. That Just doesn't stop. surprise me because four still did a billion dollars. I know. Uh, Incredibles 2 was before that, which I love. Um, I remember when I first saw it, I thought it was the like most amazing thing. Over time, I'm like, all right, it's good. It's, it's good. long. It's yeah. super long. Um, and then, I mean, their last great movie. Now, remember, I love Turning Red, but their last great movie was just before Incredibles 2 with Coco. That was 2017. Coco's so good, though. Love Coco. Um, Their next one looks like, obviously, after Elemental, um, they have a movie called uh, Elio, which the synopsis, if you haven't like read it, check it out. I'm actually excited for Elio. But they also have Inside Out 2, and you know I thought Inside Out 2 was overrated. Inside Out is the best Pixar film. For being considered the most overrated? Except for Toy Story. I can't decide if I want Toy Story or Inside Out better, but... Well, I mean, if you want a good movie to be the best, then it's Toy Story. No, Inside Out is great. And WALL-E is terrible. I want to fight you. I'm going to fight you. Did we already agree to the chip and company move? Like, do we have to stay partners? <laughs> God. All right. Well, anyways, we may need to revisit Pixar then. Um, but, yep. Um, but, hey, we mentioned we have a special guest host. We've kept him waiting long enough. Um, friends, without further ado, let's introduce our special guest host of the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Piano Rob. Piano Rob, welcome back to United We Fan. We've missed you. We've missed your hair. We've missed your laugh. Just miss you. <laughs> I missed you guys. It's been too long. I know. What have you been up to? What have you been like? We're, you know, everyone, if you don't know Piano Rob, I don't know what rock you're living under. He's the hardest working man in um, entertainment in the southeastern United States. No, you're, you're known up like north, just this yeah. side, this I, coast. I, I, I mean a lot to a very small group of people. <laughs> Look, you're mine a, too, but they all have my same last name. You're a Central Florida celebrity, so yeah. That well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. But yeah, piano, Rob. Um, let's see. You play a tin roof. Um, I, I play a tin roof occasionally, not as much so more. Uh, so more boat boathouse more in Disney Springs. Yeah, and you live stream it for all those fans who can't make it. Piano, Rob thinks of you. Yes, so, I, tr- I try to live stream as many shows as possible so you can join in the fun. 
wherever yeah. you are. And then if people want to hear your thoughts on all things fandoms and nerdums, you also have a podcast and some other fun outlets. Where are you at? I got a lot of stuff. If, you, if you're on the social media, you can check me out on Instagram and TikTok at piano underscore Rob. I'm also on a Thursday YouTube show on WDWNT TV on YouTube. And yeah, that's where I am. Yep. Piano Rob, similar to the piano man who just announced he's ending his Madison Square Garden residency. Yeah. What? Isn't that an amazing achievement? 150 shows consecutively like that. So, but that also brings me to Brian Random Rushmore. The game where everything's made up and the points don't matter. For everyone playing at home, Brian is smart. I like to trip him up, so I come up with random Rushmores. And since uh, Rob is here, it's New York City related. Rob, are you ready? I'm I never want ready, you... but I'm excited. Yeah, do it. I'm ready. I want you to give us your top four movies okay. that take place in New York City. So this has nothing to do with my upcoming trip to New York City? Oh, yeah. For all of you fans out there, if you're uh, in the uh, Big Apple... I'm going see... to Broadway, Mark. I thought you'd be proud of me. It's to see Harry Potter, but still. I know. I know. That's I'm awesome. so proud of you. You got to let me know how just the singular Cursed Child is. I only saw I saw the two-parters. But if you see Brian I've been a wandering around cursed tra- 42nd I've been a singular Street, Cursed Child my entire life. No, stop that. But if you see... Yeah. If you see Brian walking around um, the Great White Way, please... Say hi to him, and he might be lost, so take care of him. So, um, Rob, do you want me to buy you some time and do mine, no, or are you ready? No, it's, it's, it's okay, because I don't think it's going to get better. When you said this, by the way, the two things that pop in my head are Christmas movies and superhero movies, which is, which is <laughs> those are the first. The my entire things. list of four, Rob, nicely, nicely done. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Oh my God! How did I forget that? I don't know. Uh, it's so it's the first movies. movie I thought of. I I think I'm going to go with with the first Avengers because it's got such a great New York theme. Now I don't know how to pick a Spider Man. I feel like I have to pick at least one Spider Man. I'm I'm gonna go. No, I'm gonna go with the first Toby one. I'm gonna go with the very first Toby one for Spider Man New York. And I need and I need one more. One more New York movie. Oh You're forgetting a big one. You're forgetting a giant one. I'm sure I am, but I'm not. I'm, I'm blanking. Elf. Brian, you want... Elf is online. Oh, Elf was on there for me, too. Elf. I was trying to think if there was another one. That was the one that I was thinking of. Was there something else besides Elf? Elf. I'm the worst. I'm going with Elf, Spider-Verse, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Home Alone 2. Oh, man. Great Rushmore. Okay, I'm gonna. It, mine's a little different. I'm going Ghostbusters. Okay. Which one. now there's clips online of the Ectomobile driving around New York City, which made me giggle a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Ghostbusters. Then I'm going to go When Harry Met Sally. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. <sighs> I originally was gonna go Spider-Man, the first Toby, but then Brian brought up No Way Home. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go No Way Home. And then you brought up Christmas. <sighs> Originally, I had like West Side Story and Goodfellas popping around in my head. But you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Elf. Yep. 
I'm going to go Elf. So Ghostbusters, Elf, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home, and When Harry Met Sally. So I have one more from Rob. Oh, yeah. What's that? Did you give your fourth one? I did. You're going For- Elf? I, well, you know what? If I can, if I can change, I kind of like your Ghostbusters pick. I forgot about Ghostbusters. Yes. I think, yeah, I, I, I kind of. Yeah. I'm glad we're in the same realm. I thought yeah. I was missing like a whole genre of New York movies, but I think I'm okay with this. Man, that'd be a good episode. Oh, Brian, we should have done that to celebrate your trip to New York City and New uh, York episode. It's not like a trip to New York City. It's an important wedding. And Are you gonna get breathe, it? Don't breathe while you're there. I guess. If you, oh, yeah. I just hope I get there, man. If, yeah. No. Are you gonna get a New York hot dog from a New York hot dog vendor, Brian? Yeah, I hope I get salmonella. No, stop that. I wonder if they're still as good, man. I can't tell you how many like four a.m. hot dogs I had from a hot dog cart <laughs> when I grew up there. I I got one, and you know, I who knows how cleanly that cart was, but I tell you what, it had flavors that I think you could only get from a hot dog stand in new york city it just tasted good it just tasted like an episode of law and order (laughs) i will say mark i'm gonna be in new york during yankees red Sox, and i'm going to broadway and not yankee stadium because i can't fit it in i might be going my birthday's in august i might be going to new york city's and the Sox are back in town then so i might be going to a red Sox yankees game and broadway my wife told me I had to choose between that and Blink One Eighty Two, and I chose Blink One Eighty Two. Yes, no, that's not bad. We, we could we could write Fever pitch the musical and handle both for all men. Forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, are you Drew Barrymore or Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> can I can I be the guy? I forgot his real name, M- Michael Vaughn from Alias. The guy. Oh, there <laughs> you go. I like it. <laughs> Well, speaking of, we did bring up Spider-Man. Um, for all of our followers on Instagram and Twitter, we did do what is your favorite second Spider-Man movie. Of course, Across the Spider-Verse just came out. We also have Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, as well as Spider-Man Far From Home with Tom Holland. And um, Michael Vaughn's first name is, his real first name is Michael. Wow, that's creative. Yeah, Michael Varton. <laughs> That's funny. Oh yeah, my. I don't think I ever knew that name before. Today. I Carry was a big on. Alias fan. He was in Never Been Kissed. Yeah, until J.J. Yeah, yeah. Abrams didn't know how to wrap up a story. Imagine that. Who? <gasps> oh, oh man, it's true. Yeah. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Hey, he did one good Star Wars movie. He did one. <laughs> anyway, anyway, second Spider-Man film. Our Spider Poll. Um, I mean, it's popular now, so Across the Spider-Verse is winning. But, gentlemen, I want to know what you voted for. You got Across the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man 2, and uh, Far From Home. Across the Spider-Verse is the best second Spider-Man film. Rob? I, I, did, I did vote, and you know I, I, I know I, vo- I know you voted. That's why I, I'm bringing this up with you here. I did pick the second one with Doc Ock and Toby. But it's only I'm gonna tell you why though, because Mark knows I, I I applaud you guys that give your your videos and your thoughts right after one viewing. 
because I'm not good at that after one viewing. Ooh. I need to do multiple viewings. So Mark knows I have one very tiny gripe with Across <laughs> the Spider-Verse, but I loved it. He knows I mostly love everything. But I have I had one gripe that maybe through a second viewing I won't feel that way. Okay. Is it so a spoilery gripe? I don't know this gripe. I need to know. Ask Mark. That's why I didn't want to say it unless Mark so, thinks I could say it. Here's the thing. We have Brian, who is a nerd dad. We have who knew everything to expect with Spider-Man um, across the Spider-Verse. And then we got Rob, who's a nerd dad. No, I didn't. I predicted it was going to end in a live action film. I didn't know everything. OK, well, you knew there was going to be a third one. Uh, that was but, yeah, that was that I'm actually know. hearing from a lot of people that that's what caught them off guard was they didn't know it was going to end in a cliffhanger. So hey, you I gave them my- a spoiler alert like two weeks before. People need to listen to our show more. I know. Well, well, so that being said, this is my one little thing. And I'm again, I might not feel this way. I am all possible spoiler. (laughs) I am. I am all for cliffhangers. I'm all for like Empire Strikes Back is a great example or Infinity War is another great example. But I also feel that those stand alone as full stories. I felt like I was still building to the finale of this story. I was still getting to the climax of what I thought would have been this film. And they kind of just were like, two hours, 10 minutes, let's end it. And I'm sure the third one's gonna be great. I'm gonna love it, but I I don't know. And that's why I wanna watch it again. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say definitely. I don't know if I feel this was a complete story as a film itself. My wife has a similar, I don't know if complaint's the right word. My wife feels similarly. She hasn't had a chance to see it a second time yet either. Um, I I can see what you're saying. I would recommend a second viewing because I think yeah. knowing the way that it ends, it really is a a crescendo to a point that it, it's a natural ending to the film. That being okay. said, I, I would say see it again. I genuinely think you'll feel differently knowing how it's going to end um, that you'll that you'll feel differently because the way Gwen narrates the end it's actually very natural for how. And that's what I was curious about too, because I know she started it. So I was like, am I missing something? I think I expected the arc to be different of where it was going. And I didn't get to that arc yet because they're not going to give me it until the next movie. Right. And I loved it. I still loved it. Animation's great. Music's great. Acting's great. Story's great. That and, was the only little and thing. And Mayday is great. What a great name. She's the best. Um, you both are uh, nerd dads. Uh, did your kids like love the movie? Like, is this a, a good, like, Hey, kids are going to like this movie, even though it's kind of heavy at parts, but is it still good for kids? My kids went, my three oldest kids went with me the second time I went again, they wanted to see it again. They've made it through two viewings of that film without even getting out of their chair, which is impossible in mm-hmm. my house. So my kids love the two they're, and they're, they're nine and 11 just for everybody else. And that, range it keeps their interests and i also feel like the kids are used to a much different level of story and animation than like we were just because it exists they they have it on their phones like my kid they have tiktok you know what i mean they have it so it's right in in line for them yes and for all you listeners please follow piano rob on tiktok it is very entertaining especially if you're a theme park fan highly recommend following him be entertained you and ali follow you both for entertainment Yeah. Um, Brian, you brought up that you expected it to end in a live action Miles movie. Um, our episode is about animated movies that we would love 
to see turned into live action movies. Don't fall um, off of that segue, man. I know. Oh, actually, Rob, and before you congratulate us on doing quick reviews of movies, um, <laughs> I gave a very positive review to uh, Black Adam that I <laughs> deeply. It's regret. not aging well. It's, you know, you know, it's funny. Now, I ever since I heard of the DC drama, I didn't even watch it. By the time I got to HBO, I said I haven't watched it yet. Brian, that one scene of the kids skateboarding with the town following him makes me want to throw something through a window. Have you watched it again? Like, we were very nice to that film. It was United We Fans' comeback. Like, we were we were just in a positive, loving mood. You and I were in a honeymoon. And I stand, I stand by it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be, which is it, what it, we said. It's not. Yeah. It's. Man. Yeah. Is it even worth the watch? Like no, absolutely watch not. It. Especially not now. I would. So that's what I mean. So I probably oh. will never do it. I I say if you're in the mood for a superhero movie you haven't watched for a while, or haven't watched at all. Um, yeah. Have you seen Shazam two? Because watch that first. Like yeah. it's just the better. It's just the more entertaining movie. I haven't seen that one yet either. I, I, and I keep so I get behind. It's funny. That's yeah. I get behind. Well, we're going to be doing live action movies or sorry, animated movies that we want to see transition into live action movies. Um, we're not going to be doing Disney movies, so it's not going to be that kind of episode. Because everything's so, sorry. live action in sorry. Disney that should be and then <laughs> and then some. Sorry, The Lion King. We're still waiting on your live action movie. <laughs> I, for all you listeners, Variety even commented in their article how Disney doesn't consider it a animated movie. Um even though they do. So good on you, Variety. And I will continue to throw jabs at the Lion King. Um, but for example, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, that's gearing up for a live action remake. Um, I love the movie. Brian, um, will, will you be writing any dragons? I like the first one okay. Like, I, 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 think they're, I think they're okay. Like, oh my. Wait, I want to guess. Can I, I guess? Just, is... I just love, absolutely love the part where Hiccup learns that his helmet was from his mom's chest plate. <laughs> so funny to me. That was funny. It is funny. Wait, Brian, can I guess to see if I know you well enough if one movie is on your list? Sure. Hang on. Okay. Rob, normally we would what let... What if it's on my list? Okay. Well, I, I don't think... <laughs> I, was, and I, I have a good feeling. Can't I have you a good feeling. Write it down, and if Brian says it, you hold it up. What he does. Like, okay. Uh, yes. All right. That's a good idea. All right. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> wait. Wait. Writing it down. If you all can hear it. I missed you guys. <laughs> okay. It is written down. Pen cap is down. Rob, you are our guest. So please give us your first of five animated movies that you would love to see become live action. All right, I'm starting with my first one, which I'm hoping you accept because it has a small live action thing in it already, but I think it would translate amazingly to a total live action film in this day and age. The Page Master. <gasps> Rob, that was on my list of one of my possibilities. Yes. How, how do you not pick that one? And I, there's probably so many people watching this that have no idea what that movie is. Macaulay Culkin, Christopher Lloyd. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. I Travel to the library, the different genres. It would be great as a full live action. I haven't seen that movie in years. Wow. Yeah, we actually, um, one of our listeners messaged us because um, we were talking about older animated movies, and they brought up the Page Master. So 
Rob, you're not alone. The Page Master still has some, uh, we're, we're older now, but we still it still has some fans. Good morning. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Mm-hmm. So Great I'd, be, I'd be for that. Um, the, oh my God, the horror section. Yeah. That part. Whew. Yes. I would, I'd be all for it. Yeah. Good choice. All right, Brian. I will say I watched rock a doodle in preparation for this. Please, please, please. I hope you were picking that one. Uh-huh. Not adequate type. <laughs> How would you do it? <laughs> Adequately. No, I'm not going to pick rock a doodle. What? Because they already what? did it. Tom Hanks played pinky. Austin Butler played Chanticleer. It's already been done. I am going to go. I think the one on my list that I want to see the most is I want to see a woman fall in love with a bee. I'm going with the bee movie. I almost picked it. I want to see a woman fall in love with a bee. I'm surprised you didn't pick that. You know what's funny? I I didn't know if I felt it would make a good live action. I was half thinking of it. Like I'm picturing people in bee outfits bee makeup why do so, i why am i just picturing james corden in a bee outfit actually so rob oh, did God. you want me to make a real pick i'm sorry no wait how do i have this as a memory that i've kept uh jerry seinfeld dressed up as a bee for one of the promotional things for that movie why do i have that known like still remembered i okay. don't remember that but yeah I, you, that's so funny i just want to see a woman i feel like it would be aubrey plaza falling in love with a bee yeah uh, no, here. my real first pick is I want to see a live action version of the Jetsons. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That's my first pick because I feel like that would be perfect. And I also learned recently that George Jetson is like 35 and that's super depressing. Good morning. I'm Wilfred Brimley and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Yeah. We've reached that. We've reached that point. It was so I made my list while at Universal Studios today. So <laughs> I didn't keep it as one of my top ones, but I had the Jetsons on there. I'm like Jetsons. So I my still love first that official movie. pick is the Jetsons. I still love that movie. Um, the Jetsons meet the Flintstones. Yeah. Oh, that one's good. But like the Jetsons movie, John Goodman like? and Halle Berry show up. Oh God. Oh man, that movie I did re- not hold up. But the Rick first Moranis one's okay. Is, Rick Moranis' is Barney was a, was kind of fun. That was brilliant casting. The second one definitely did not hold up. There's a second one? Yeah. Viva, Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Viva Rock Vegas. All right. Your first pick, Mark. Uh, I'm going to go with a uh, Steven Spielberg masterpiece that sadly did not do well. There was plans for Peter Jackson to direct a sequel. The Adventures of Tintin. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our Spielberg episode. I definitely talk about it. Or, you know, just if you ever see me and you want to hear me go on a 10 minute rant, just ask me about Steven Spielberg. <laughs> um, I think with movies like Indiana Jones, Uncharted, Tomb Raider, uh, Tintin would be a huge movie. Would I maybe like to see it as a TV show more? Yeah. I mean, especially with after review, rewatching the young Indiana Jones on Disney plus, please watch it. Um, I'm ready for Tintin to come to the live action screen. All right. All right. All right, Rob, what's your number two? I'm going to go with one of my favorite Dr. Seuss's for this one and say, uh, the Lorax 
Because it also has my favorite music out of any of those types of movies. I think that soundtrack's phenomenal. I would love that in a big Grinch-like production. Is it still starring Taylor Swift? No, never. Not in my version, if I have any say. You're not a Swifty? Oh, I'm I'm kind of... Oh, I don't know. I'm going to lose fans if I say that. I don't know who listens to your show. It's Nobody. she's not one of your go-to listens. Just yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a big. Uh, I'm not a big Swift fan. I'm not on the. I'm not on that train. Now I know what songs to request next time I tune in. <laughs> I know, Rob. Do you have a? Who is your favorite female artist? Of like all time, to- of like all time female. Yeah, artists? it could be a solo. It could be a band. It's a loaded question. That's, no, well, that's... now I'm curious. Yeah, no, you're really hitting. Uh, so. I like the big singers, so give me like a Whitney Houston, yeah, like, like that type of thing. If I have to pick, as far as like you know, people still going, I am going to see Paramore on Tuesday because oh, Haley Williams, Haley, yeah. Haley, Haley Williams is like the perfect yep. human being. But that's a great example. That's the type of music I like. Written, she can sing. That that. Are you saying Taylor Swift can't do any of that? Did you see that video of Haley Williams and Uzi Vert? <laughs> yes, yes, dude, yes. that video is awesome. This, um, it's, just, it's just a different style. Listen, we'll do a music episode. One I know, day, I know. And I'll, I'll I, everybody. And I'll I do have to give a, a shout out to Dolly Parton, who just got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and is having a rock album coming out in a couple months. How was she not already in? You keep telling me who gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If those people have all gotten in, she should have been in a long time ago. She kept turning it down. She didn't feel like she was good enough. It's Dolly I mean, Parton. She- I just hear some people that felt too that it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's, it's really just become the Music Hall of Fame, which right. is yeah. I mean, uh, Eminem just got in, so yeah. Right. That well, that's when I was like, okay, uh, Rob. One piece of fan casting before we can move on from the Lorax is it still Danny okay. DeVito? Is it? I think I'd want a younger actor, maybe Josh Danny. Gad. Josh Gad. I was yeah. You were, you were, <laughs> Josh. I knew, you were, I knew you were with me, but how funny would that be? I, I a little Josh Gad like. Dresses the Lorax. Yeah. And then he says, I don't have a skull or bones. Oh. <laughs> Did you guys know the Lorax is my second favorite meet and greet at Universal? Your second is your first uh, Doc Brown? No. There's a Doc oh. Brown meet and oh, greet. Captain America. There is. He wanders around like the animal actors area. Really? He had the, he had the thing on today. Yeah. But not a word. Not a word. Is it the Grinch? <laughs> is that your first? Why is everything pretty heavy in the future? Uh, no. Do you guys not know me? Yeah, Who Captain might America. Know- Thank you, Rob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, who are you? All right. So the Lorax, I would love to see it. Um, I think definitely. Now, granted, after the Cat and Hat, they're they're a little scared of making live action Dr. Seuss movies, <laughs> and but you know, hey, I'm I think the Lorax can do it. Yeah, you know, Cat and Hat. It's Don't good. defend it. I'm not defending it. <laughs> Uh, the ride is also they, terrible. They they need to do what they did with the Grinch, where it has the whimsy, but it also has the heartfelt stuff. Cat in the Hat didn't have the heartfelt; it was more bathroom humor after the whimsy. They, I, you know what I mean? Now we talked about the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh my god, we talked about the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch on our our Christmas. That's my episode. kids' favorite, Mark. You know what's funny for their generation? They love that version more. It tried to be too hip, uh, but it's I sound like us. kids I don't sound say like, hip. I sound anymore. like I sound like Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn, right there. I'm so sorry. Well, because it's it's not for us, and I've had to yeah. accept that. My kids like that one more. That's more for them. Brian, don't you hate, like? Aren't 
Are I you not a fan it. of the Jim Carrey one? Was is that my am I remembering wrong? I think it's I think it's fine. I it's it's too weird for me. You're too weird for me. All right, give me your number two choice. I'm not whimsical enough. Ugh. Um, the Polar Express. Ooh. Oh, that one needs Tom Hanks's dead eyes in that film terrify me, and I can't get past it. I would love to see a live action chocolate. Maybe I, Josh Groban can do that. I want to. I want to see. I, I. I love a good Christmas film, and yeah. I think we're where we need to be with we could do a polar express live action i i i'm happy with that oh my god i actually really want that to be a thing i think the movie will be improved by it is it starring tom hanks brian doesn't like tom hanks. as long as I he think. does a weird accent because that's all he does now would it all would it also be starring tom hanks no would it be six tom hanks's <laughs> <laughs> who, would, who would be the tom hanks come back to me on that i'm gonna think about it okay yeah, who is? I mean, Josh uh, it's Gad. Probably, huh? Josh Gad. No, I don't know why, but Pedro you Pascal know, popped in my head. You know what popped in my head, and I know I just finished this series, um, is uh, the guy who plays, I'm forgetting his name, the guy who plays the, the dad on Modern Family. Phil, Phil Dunphy. Phil Dunphy. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, I was thinking like Luke Evans, like guest on Luke Evans. Okay. That's a good, yeah, no. Okay. Like, no, not, not that version, but Luke Evans can clean up. Yeah, but yeah. This is me saying I'm attracted to Luke Evans. Oh, okay. Well, you heard it right here, everyone. I'm an <laughs> fan. Uh, we will be doing a man crush episode. So uh, good for you, buddy. <laughs> um, for me, I'm gonna do the Secrets of Nim. Um, I think it's a it's a dark story. I think it might scare. Like it's gonna be definitely a PG movie adaptation. Um, but I'm there for it. I I think that movie is aged very well. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't think it's playing anywhere. But if you can, try to find it somewhere. But yeah, The Secrets of Nim. I'm glad you picked that because I know I've seen it and I know I've loved it. But it has yeah. been so many decades that I couldn't think of a clear picture. I'm like, I know I should be picking this, but I can't remember it. So I can't talk about it. Well, it's one of those like early like 90s animated movies where... They're like, oh my god, are we going too dark for a kids movie? Ah, screw it, let's go for it. So, all right, yeah. I like Phil Dunphy. I'm going. I'm going with that for Polar Express. Yeah, I, I, good yeah. He's, he's got the he's got the good nice job. yeah he's got the nice like yeah no I like it. Ch- tickets, him, get your tickets. <laughs> him as Santa Claus, I'm there. Philosophy, a hardbound collection of all the life lessons I've learned, such as. Always look people in the eye, even if they're blind. Just say, I'm looking you in the eye. Or, if you get pulled over for speeding, tell the policeman your spouse has diarrhea. I love Modern Family. Top 10 show for me. All right, Rob, what's your number three? So my only thing with this one is I don't know if I want it to be the exact way the movie is or if I actually would like it to be a slightly more suspenseful adaptation if possible. But I was going to say Hotel Transylvania. Just Adam Sandler as a vampire. Well, but this is what I'm thinking. I don't know if I want it to be a comedy or do you want to go very serious, maybe dark and give it a little rewriting twist and make it like a dark movie with the monsters like that could be fun, too. How do you, you gotta, put a suspenseful twist on a vampire running a hotel? I don't, I don't say know blah, blah, blah. 
I haven't, I haven't, I, I've gotten this in for, but either way, if, it, if it's funny or if it's like, I was trying to think in the way, uh, like when Disney came out with the first pirates movie, how they really mm -hmm. had like a nice story. Right. I don't know if there was like, if, if it could be something more, it has its funny parts, but more drama and see them. I don't know if that's better as a live action with the monsters. Hopefully what haunted Mansion's going to be able to do. Hopefully. The yes. New one, yes. I don't know if, in those monster costumes, comedy would be the way to go or not because I haven't gotten to that level of production yet. But if we did, I, I got to think of that. I feel like they're going to overuse CGI, and I think that would make me sad. I wish they would do, like, old school, especially with, like, Frank and all them. But I know my, like, nieces and nephew, they love all of those movies, so they would go see it. Yeah, does Andy oh, Sandberg yeah. get to stay? Yeah. If it's a comedy, yes. Okay. If it's not a comedy, I'm not sure. Fair. Yeah, I, I see a, a family dark comedy I think you got to you got to keep something in it. So, Brian, you got a number three. Of course you do. What's your number three? Yeah, I want to. I'm like outthinking myself because I don't want you to hold up that paper. <laughs> I'm not going Mega Mind if that's what's written on that paper. By the way, because that movie is yeah. No, that oh, movie. That movie really? is that movie is perfect as it is. For everyone li listening at home, it was Megamind. As you can hear me, it's tearing up my heart. That's not I'm even on Brian. my list of nine. It's not that I even outthought and you. When we are apart, I feel it too. And no matter what Brian does. That's some serious ASMR right there. I know. You don't have, you don't have to rip it that um, it, it was dramatic. If only this was like a video, you guys would have seen the dramatization of me ripping it up. But it was good. This is United We Fan. I'm not known for my consistency on here. I don't love, so I, I want it to be a live action film. You know what's not that bad is the Clifford movie, right? Like, it was fine. Big Red Dog? Yeah. There's a live action one already. No, that's what I'm saying. That was fine, right? Yeah. That one, that so one we, was fine. Actually. We have to have, he has to be still very cartoonish, but he can be in a live action world. And you know what? Phil Dunphy would actually be a good man in the yellow hat. I want to see Curious George. Are you saying you did not like the Will Ferrell movie? With, uh, was it Jake Johnson? I do not. Jack Johnson? Do not know about this film. No, what? no, but, but that's animated. There's a, yeah. Oh. You're saying live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. an animated okay. one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Will that's, Ferrell yeah, yeah, yeah. the man in the big yellow hat, and yeah, Jack Johnson yeah, yeah, yeah. did the music for it. Yeah. You haven't heard that? No, uh, I have. I have. But then you had me thinking that it was a live action film. Brian, don't cut me off when I'm like ripping here. Like, I'm sorry. I will insert the song for you. We'll sing and dance to Mother Nature's songs. I don't want this feeling to go away. Thank you. Okay. See, but that's a cartoon, so let's adapt that. That's true. Like, so George would have to still be very like cartoonish, but he can yeah. be in a live action world. I'd see it. I'd watch it. I'm proud like of my it. list so far. All right. Um, next up for me, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the Road to El Dorado, the I'm DreamWorks you, animated movie. So glad you picked that one. Um. I didn't even write it down because I figured you guys would get to it. Yeah. Um, I think it's an underrated gem. I think some parts will need to be updated, but oh man, if you could get Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal to be the two guys in it, I'd watch that in a second. Elton John music. Oh, yeah, got it's who's it? It's Elton John and Tim Rice or something like that, isn't it? I, or, probably because that's yeah. always wrote with him. True. Yeah, that's my number three. 
Nice choice. Brian, no thoughts? Nope. Wow. It's a good choice. It's one of the, Oh, it's, it's a good choice. Best- like I expected it. Like that's okay. that's that leads everybody's lists, I think. Okay. Uh, when okay. you consider this. All right, Rob, what's your number four? Yeah. And by I, I stayed away, by the way, of adult cartoons. Like part of me was thinking like like the Beavis and Buttheads in the South Parks, but I stayed away. I'm like, I don't know if I want live action versions. I went of, Archer of- was like when I looked at those, like Archer was the one that I think would be a funny yes that's a that's a good idea well let me do you want um i would watch a south park live action by the way i already look like cartman i think i would too (laughs) but then i start thinking of the casting and does it turn into like just another american pie with worse language oh i yeah i pictured like super bad yeah also like newsflash to the world casa bonita is a real place so you could film the first episode there it just reopened after the after trey and matt put 40 million dollars into it Brian, do you feel bonita? Have you, dude? Casa Bonita is the greatest place ever. I do feel bonita. Thank you. I was trying to be hip for our young listeners out there. <laughs> I Rob, leave TikTok Rob's to Rob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're 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 gonna like this one, I think, Mark. Okay. Actually, I'm I think ready. you're both gonna like this. I'm I ready. think uh, live action Fievel. An American Tale. Oh, you took one of mine. Yes, of I, course, I love that. I, I want Five like Goes West. Oh. Yeah. So, I, you know what's funny? Part of me feels I like Five Goes West maybe as a movie. But I also like, I want somewhere out there. I want a new, I want a new Linda Ronstadt. But I want a new, I want a new artist remake it. We had another duet somewhere out there. Uh, like Taylor Swift and Ed yeah. Sheeran. Wait, you don't like Ed Sheeran either? What? You don't like Ed Sheeran either? Uh, Man, you're looking, losing fans. No, no, no. But listen, no, like, no look at me. He, he Linda, didn't say he didn't like Taylor Swift. Linda, it's just not his Ron, choice. Linda yes. Ronstead and was it Peebo or Aaron Neville that did the, the guy part? Like you're, you're picking singers that could really sing. I would want... Um, Love Aaron What's her name? She was the ele- I'm blanking on names for some reason now. The one who was the elephant in Sing, Tori, uh, Tori something. She's a I'm breaking my name. Our guy in the chair is going to look this up for you. No, right? I'm I'm forgetting all my my musician names. But there's a girl that can really sing. She can do. I would rather that. I don't want somebody. You know, Taylor Swift is a very tiny range. So That's you're saying Taylor song. Swift can't sing, is what you're she saying? She has a tiny range. She can't write music, you said She's earlier, I think, and she can't sing. <laughs> wow. If you're picking big singer songs, these are not her. <laughs> oh, so she's not a big singer. No, she's not. Tori she's Kelly. Not. Tori Kelly. Man. You know, <laughs> Taylor Swift episode goes during Piano Rob. <laughs> Jeez. Now, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get asked on an episode. You're gonna tell me it's something like this, and it's gonna yep. be like surprise, Rob. It's a Taylor Swift episode. Oh yeah, on we're gonna get a bunch of Swifties on. We're we're gonna yeah, we're gonna gotcha. Why is this happening? It's not gonna happen, <laughs> Rob, because I wouldn't be on that episode. Either. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, yes, an American Tale. I think especially I think that story um, would be very relevant. Not to get too deep into that, but um, I I love that movie. I'm just now coming to the realization that Josh Gad just is the new Dom DeLuise. He would be he would be Tiger in Five O Goes West. That's funny. He I mean, did. it made me sad they that Universal got rid of the Goes West playground from Five O, but yeah. I mean it was long overdue. Nobody knew any of them. My kids did. 
Oh, they're raised right. Oh, yeah. We we watch those movies. We watch Five O Goes West all the time. American Tale, they get a little bit bored. All right, Brian, what's your number four? I think I will go. I do expect this one to get made at some point. The music is fantastic, and it's the best thing the movie has going for it. The Prince of Egypt. Okay. That was that was originally on my list of like 10. Um, I I would love to see it. Um, I know there I know it's a stage production and I've been listening to some of the tracks and it sounds great. Yeah. Um, it's got a I, fantastic soundtrack and I feel like it would find the right niche and and culture of people that I think it would become a real a real hit for a lot of people. Just like the cartoon is. Yeah. Just got to be casted right, but yeah. I'd I'd be there for it. Oh, Prince of Egypt, so good. Uh, for me, number four, I'm gonna go Coraline. Out of nowhere. Okay. I see. I've never seen that. That's why I couldn't pick it. And I know that's a top rated animated film. Get rid yeah. of the button eyeballs. I'm good with that. I yeah. I've I know the the button eyeballs definitely scare kids. Um, but just after watching Wednesday, I. And the, like the Umbrella Academy and stuff like that, um, I think Coraline would make it would it would scare. Man, am I picking scary movies for kids? Um, it would it would definitely be a PG PG thirteen like Wednesday vibe. But I would like to see Coraline. Rob, I didn't ask you earlier. What's better, Inside Out or Wally? Oh, for me, Inside Out. Yeah, my man. We're talking we about had, movies we, for kids. We've had this talk. I, I, no, I, I know we have. With, yeah, I don't connect with Wally as much. I don't dislike it. I just don't connect with it as much. You know what? Hang on. No, let's ask a different question. Rob, is Inside Out in your top five of Pixar movies? Oh, I would have to think, but it, it might just make it, but I got to think. You're serious? Mon- Mon- Monsters is up there. Yeah. Nemo you got Toy Stories. Yeah. Nemo. Got the Cocos. game where everything's made up and the points don't matter. All right, Rob. Give us your uh, Rushmore of Pixar movies. So my, top four. My, my Rushmore. Oh, good. My Rushmore is Nemo, Toy Story, Monsters Inc. And I, I feel like I want to always make sure I'm not forgetting something else. I feel like I freaking free. You got The Incredibles. You got Coco. Um, yeah. Got Onward, Turning Red, Soul. Um, Which is how we got I, onto this topic in the first place. We think that Pixar's lost it, its touch. It's yeah. going to be Incredibles for me. Yeah. All right. It's a good top four. Yeah, those are my four. But I did like Inside Out. I, I, I liked it. Inside Out tells a very deep, good story. I also, which is the unpopular one, but it didn't make my rush more. I love Soul. I, I love that story, but I think it's too deep for most people to want to watch in an animated film. I also you think that's the music. It is too deep for some people. I like, think that's maybe... the music man in you, though, that loves Soul. No, well, yeah. and that's what I like. You wonder what I disliked? You're going to put a piano guy and you're going to add one song by John Batiste at the end and you're not going to have more music written for a movie that you're that the piano guy is the, the primary focus. I think that they, they missed an opportunity there. You could have writ, written catchy music that people would be singing forever and still told that beautiful story. Yeah, Brian, he thinks soul is too deep for some people. You. It is. <clears throat> I wasted It's my- heavy. I watched that's how bad of Christmas 2020 was I watched that and Wonder Woman 84 in the same day it was a bad day oh god what a 
You talked to me about my like double features, man. That was a rough one. That is that's yeah. a hell of a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soul soul just didn't keep my attention, and 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 that and I probably need to give it a, a fair chance. I think it, the animation was good. It was probably would have been good on the big screen. I just don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't get Luca. I thought Turning Red was good, but I love Turning Red. Like, Turning Red wasn't made for me. Like I, I, no. I didn't connect to it on a single level, other than a love for a boy band. I am surprised at how quick that faded. I thought that boy, the music from that was going to keep getting requested for me in places. It kind of just faded away, which I thought was interesting because that that was a good movie, not for us, but it was. A good I liked movie. it. I mean, I do see the turning red hats all around uh, the Disney parks. It's an adorable character, yeah. 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 Um, Like, don't get me wrong. Inside Out has gotten better with me over time. Um, But, yeah, it's not my... What's missing from that for you? Um, I love how our non-Disney animated film conversation has now become a Pixar conversation. I know. I'm going to try to keep this brief. it was my fault like i'm not blaming anybody but myself you're good i i feel like i could trim out parts of inside out and then sadness at times just makes me want to punch a hole in the wall yeah but that's what it does that's i know it's supposed to but that's what it does to all of us in life oh my god all right we're getting philosophical (laughs) we're philosophizers (laughs) um all right so we're on number five rob oh we're already up to number five yeah all right this one really picture it because the more I picture it visually, I love this this one. Cloudy with a chance. You took my last one, man. Dang it. <laughs> I am with you. I want to see it so bad. Could you imagine the live action? Like just think of how cool in the just like let's go back to, to the 80s and think about when the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man blew up. Now imagine that with all this food. It's amazing. And Andy Samberg gets to stay in the diaper. Uh oh. There's a leak in the boat. Ah. Who would be in that diaper? What live action person would be in that diaper nowadays? John Cena, maybe? Andy, yeah, John. Well, he's kind (laughs) of fat now. You want somebody a little thicker than that, even? Not John Cena's not fat. The the character is fat. I was like, man, (laughs) I wish I was like John Cena if that's. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not calling John Cena fat. I'm I can't even see him. Here's my I was gonna say here's my John Cena Anyway, yes, you took my last one. So now I've got yeah, because Cloudy with a Chance would be an incredible live action film. I wanna see it. Well it's a good thing you got backups. Yes, it is. <laughs> my final one. I'm surprised this hasn't been said yet. I, I, I honestly don't totally understand the hype for this movie. Okay. But it's got a cult following. I think you could easily pull off a live action, and it's the Iron Giant. Oh, yeah. I almost put that on my list because I love that movie. But it was just one of those movies where I think it's perfect. So don't, don't mess with it. It's I think is why perfect. it didn't make my list. That's my thing. Is what? I just don't get it. I don't get you. I know you don't. And yet here we are after what two years. So I remember it was good. Three, but I didn't remember it enough to pick oh. it. Oh, that's why I didn't pick it. Yeah. Huh. I gotta go back and watch it. Now I want to go back and watch it. I the love most it. I've seen of it in the last five years is that clip they show on Ted Lasso. 
<laughs> hey, that's where, you know, Vin Diesel got his acting skills from so that he could play Groot. Did you know, know he recorded I Am Groot over a thousand times for volume three? <sighs> yes. And he got paid like $14 million to do it. Yeah. We're doing something wrong. We, we really sure are. are. We are. Your final one, Mark. Um, <clears throat> so for me, um, I thought about, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit um, in our pre-show chat. All dogs go to heaven. I thought about doing that one. Um, you know, it's it's dogs. But then I was like, man, I'm picking really dark ones. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Dude, all dogs uh, go to heaven as a live action film would be the most sad thing ever. I know. I'm going to go We're Back, the dinosaur, dinosaur movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, like, it's a really good movie. People love dinosaurs. Um, I think it's kind of faded from memory. Um, you know, once we get past the... Um, but again, the, you talk terrifying, man. That like circus scene at the end when they're like all like roided up. Yeah, but I think once we get the bad taste of the latest Jurassic World movies out of our mouth, I think we'll be ready for some good dinosaur movies. They already let's, had a good dinosaur. Let's just... Yeah. <laughs> that is in the bottom of Pixar. Um, what was I going to say? Just make Camp Cretaceous. If we need a good guy dinosaur film, like Camp Cretaceous is a fairly entertaining show. That is my third favorite entry in the Jurassic Park like saga. Probably mine too, honestly. Yeah. For me, it's- it goes like Jurassic Park and then Jurassic World and then Camp Cretaceous. I think I agree with that. So good. So good. I've seen it a lot in the Velocicoaster baby swap room. Oh, is that what they show there? Yeah. Man, I, I need to find a kid. Not just for the P flyers, but for also for the, the that's not a creepy Rob Lane bar your kid. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut that sound. I need to find a kid. Can I can I tell you a sad story about the Pterodon flyers? Uh, so me me and Allie have been waiting forever to get on this ride. But as anyone yeah. who knows Islands of Adventure knows, you can't get on it without a kid. You're not allowed on it without a kid. There's a yeah. height limit, not now, just a height requirement. Yes. Now, my oldest son is a bit of a scary cat. He doesn't like to do rides. So the last time we went to Universal as a family, he finally agreed he will go on it. Yay. He is too tall. So he was the adult. So we still have not gotten to go on the Pterodon Flyers. You can borrow You can borrow one of my kids, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. It It's definitely worth it. Um, I love how I Mark, I love how Mark wants to just get a kid just so he can go to Universal and watch cartoons that he can watch at home. <laughs> Look, I've been blessed to go on it without having to um, borrow a kid I didn't know. So um, it's definitely good. I know I've heard some rumors, you know, from some annual pass holders that in the morning they'll let anyone just go on it if you get there early enough. So you can maybe try that. I've tried. I've never, I've never been allowed on this freaking. Did you tell them? Did you ask them if they know who they're denying? No, I don't. I don't do that. I know. I know you're a completionist, Rob, but you're really not missing a ton. No, 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 I know. That, that, and you know what's funny? It's funny you use that term because that is kind of what it is. It's like, I've already beaten this game. I just want to get all the objects now. Right. It's like, I just yep. want to do it. Yeah. Well, uh, back to the episode. My top five were Tintin, Secrets of Nim, Road to El Dorado, Coraline, and We're Back, Dinosaur Tale. So, Rob, do you remember your five? Yes, I think so. I have them written down. Yay. I was smart. Uh, the Page Master. <laughs> yep. The Lorax. 
Hotel Transylvania, Five in American Tail, and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. The Jetsons, the Polar Express, Curious George, the Prince of Egypt, and the Iron Giant. I love all of these options. I I want to see them all. Solid choice. I'm curious, how many more did you all have that didn't make it? I, uh, dude, I had just random animated films that I could remember at this point, except for Shark Tale. Uh, I had <laughs> I had Boss Baby, All Dogs mm. Go to Heaven, and I mm-hmm. made my B joke, my B movie joke. So that yeah. was that was it though. I had I had Rise of the Guardians. I was shocked you didn't. Oh, pick I that love one, that right? movie. Oh my god! Could you imagine live action? I had that. I had Horton Hears a Who. It's just my and personal vendetta against Zack Snyder. I didn't even consider it. That's funny. Oh, wait, and- Rob, I need to dinosaurs. I'm sorry, you're going extinct. I need to do Rise of the Guardians for my number five. Oh really? Yeah. He changed. I'm going. For- and I'll tell you the other one I had. You may not have seen it, but it was cute. That movie Home with the alien. I I with with, with Jim Parsons. Yes, yeah, that was, that was my extreme bottom of the list if you guys took all mine, but it was there. Listeners of the show, Frankie and Patrick, love that movie, and um, I tried watching it with them to, to understand it, and I just, it was not my thing. Allie loves that movie. That might be like her most watched movie without me. Like, I'll come home if she fell asleep on the couch. Home was on. <laughs> is James I, and the Giant Peach a Disney movie? I counted it as Yes, one. it is. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, I thought about Akira. I know they're trying to make that a live action movie, but then again, it's so epic as an animated movie. I don't know if you could really do it. So, and then maybe going back to some more anime, uh, Paprika, which if you've seen Inception and you like Inception, check out Paprika. I'll I'll tell you what, another honorable mention. I had that on my dinner. A live action Pokemon. I do. Yeah. Like, well, Detective Pikachu exists though. Did you have a live action? Yeah, Detective Pikachu. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And that's a good and that's a good movie. I that's I legitimately yeah. like that movie. I forgot. I enjoy it. Fantastic movie. There will be a second one. I'm assuming. Good. What about a live action Mario movie? Nope. We already tried that once. <laughs> the Illumination animation is perfect for the Mario universe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. That that was another fantastic clip this year. I think we covered all the non Disney pretty well with this. That was. Solid yeah, movie. we didn't do like Anastasia, Swan Princess, Balto. Those are all movies that they just should just leave alone. Ants. Yeah. Ants. I'm a huge Woody Allen fan. Although I've only seen Ants. But I'll tell you something. What I respect about that man is that when he was going through all of that stuff that came out in the press about how Ants was just a ripoff of A Bug's Life, he stayed true to his films, or at least the film that I saw, which again was Ants, Thing is, I thought Bugs Life was better, much better than Ants. Point is, don't listen to your critics, listen to your fans. Rob, you brought up Illumination, um, and we know you're a Universal fan. Are you uh, excited for the new Minions ride? I'm excited to see what it is. I walked around the gift shop finally today. Um, Is it a ride? It's it's a I think it's like a it's an omni mover. Oh, I thought it was like an experience. I didn't realize. No, it you're, was even yeah, you're on like a moving sidewalk or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm expecting like I'm in the airport on one of those things, and I don't know if they're yeah. giving me a weapon or something that I I'm assuming something like that. Here's what I'm gonna predict: freeze ray. Disney people are gonna hate it, and then someone's gonna make the joke. Wow, there is something worse than Fast and the Furious. I'm predicting that for some like. 
theme park critic. But, and put it this way, us being theme park people, we know that that is not a very big space. Yeah. And I know they left half the building as they always did in the past to be used for Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, no. I, they didn't do that? No, it, maybe not. It, so, is yeah. it the, it's the Shrek build, the Shrek 4D building? The Shrek yep. 4D area. But so they, I don't ex- I don't expect it to be super huge inside, so I can't see it being a very huge. large attraction. But yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of uh, Horror Nights, Rob, we need a, we need to get a, some house announcements going. Yeah. You guys, I have like a three-day window, like Labor Day weekend, that I'm going to okay. try and make it happen. Friends, we will let you know when UWF is going to Halloween Horror Nights so you can join us. Um, if you have not experienced Piano Rob at Halloween Horror Nights, it's one of the best experiences you can have didn't for a celebrity. Me. Didn't yeah. we get the house announcements? No, we haven't gotten many at all. Chuck, they, oh, they so the map at the end of last season, and I think yeah. that's basically been it. So the map I saw was fake. It's yeah. rumors. There's some very strong rumors, but nothing solidified. Yeah. Well, Universal, if you would like to invite Piano Rob and United We Fan out to uh, some Horror Nights uh, pressers, we'll be there. Oh, yeah. Fangirling out. So, well, Piano Rob, thank you for coming back and gracing us with your angelic voice. I always say when I think of angels farting, I imagine it to be the voice of Piano Rob. That's how yeah. beautiful it is. That sounds lovely. Thank you. It is. What a weird compliment. It's <laughs> the worst compliment I've ever had. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, but in all seriousness, everyone, please check out Piano Rob. Um, uh, if it Rob, makes you feel any br- better, Rob, I just think it sounds like that when they burp. <laughs> Thanks, man. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we, we love you. I mean... Whenever Piano Rob Live is happening, I put it on and I'm like, yeah, good tunes, good voice. <laughs> Love it. Um, Rob, give out your um, your social or wherever they can hear more from you, definitely. Uh, yes, Piano underscore Rob on Instagram, TikTok, and I'm pretty sure YouTube and uh Facebook.com slash Piano Rob with two Bs because that's what was available on Facebook. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Check out Piano Rob live um, whenever you can at the Boathouse. Highly recommend it. Check out Brian live. Um, I'm always entertained by him whenever I get him live. All those rare times. Does that sound weird? You need to work on your compliment (laughs) game. I know. I I I have a uh, staff writer for compliments. They're they're (laughs) They're on on vacation right now. I I can tell. But uh, thank you, fellow fans, for listening to us wherever you, you listen to your podcast. Please give us a rate or review. Um, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram to stay up to date on everything United We Fan. And Brian shared our great news that soon we'll be partnering up with Chip and Company for some more excited, exciting United We Fanding. Fanding? I'll go with it. That works. It's my show. I can say whatever I want, make up words. But yep, Brian. All words are made up. <laughs> Thanks, beat, Max. You beat me to it. <laughs> Brian, Rob, friends, listeners, till we unite again, please check out the lovely singing of Piano Rob. Man, I, I need to find a kid. <laughs>